Hi, welcome to the Dan Bradbury podcast where turnover is vanity, profit is sanity, and cash is king. In this podcast, I'll bring you resources, tips, interviews, and lots more to help to grow your business and make it less dependent on you. Three business lessons from a three-time world champion. The skills and disciplines of a world-class performance in sport are virtually all applicable to world-class performance in business. At least, so said the chairman of a US-listed company that I sold one of my businesses to in 2014. So he said, I look for CEOs who have a background of playing sport at a high level because they are more likely to have the discipline and the perseverance to succeed. Ever since hearing that advice, I spot it everywhere. The correlations are uncanny. Um, I spoke about it in a recent podcast episode called the Small Business Olympics. Long-standing followers of mine will know that one of my passions is for the game of squash. When I was a teenager, I was county champion at every age group before an injury stopped me from playing as a professional. So when I heard the three-time world champion Nick Matthew OBE was given the lucky chance for one fan to play him in a competitive match via a charity auction for Sheffield Children's Hospital, I jumped at the chance. One hefty charitable contribution later, what followed was one of the most physically intense experiences of my life. And this is coming from somebody who's uh, completed uh, Ironman triathlon. So uh, physical exertions, no, uh, I'm no stranger to them. So as I was running around the squash court like a headless chicken for the best part of an hour before I finally collapsed to defeat in a pool of my own sweat. However, despite getting taught an invaluable and painful lesson on the art of playing world-class squash, I also took three critical lessons that I believe are applicable to getting world-class performance out of your business in 2020 and beyond. So here was a world champion lesson number one. Amateur preparation equals amateur performance. You know, at sports clubs around the country, once again, most weekend warrior types are just turn up and start playing, warming up as they go, gradually getting up to full speed, just in time to warm down and hit the changing rooms for the post-workout shower. I was determined not to make the same mistake. After all, I was about to play one of the toughest athletes in one of the most physically demanding sports in the world. Nick's nickname on the professional tour was The Wolf, and with good reason. So I got to Abbeydale Sports Club in Sheffield where the match was taking place at 8pm to make sure I was suitably limbered up and raring to go before the match started at 9pm. Since arriving 60 minutes before the match was the earliest I've ever arrived for a squash match by about 50 minutes in my life, I was expecting to be the first one there. But to my surprise, Nick was already undergoing what what can only be described as a warm-up so comprehensive it would leave the average person exhausted and unable to move for a week. It just didn't make sense. Nick could clearly beat me with his eyes closed, playing with the wrong hand. Why was he undergoing such a thorough warm-up? Because that's what professionals do. They act professionally regardless of how important or not, the match that they are playing is. That means thorough, effective preparations so they can perform optimally when it matters. How does this apply to your business? Ask anyone whether they wish they were fitter, healthier, and sexier, and you'll be met with a resounding yes. But this is false ambition. I wrote that a few books ago in one of my earlier books called Breeding Gazelles. Very, very few people are prepared to consistently watch their diet and exercise with the appropriate intensity and frequency to actually get the results they say that they want. Likewise, if you ask any business owner whether they want to increase their profit, you'll get 
a positive response. But the fact is saying you want the outcome versus doing what needs to be done are two very different things. It's easy to fall in love with the outcomes. That's where all the rewards are. The key is to fall in love with the process. The road to success is long. If you don't enjoy the process, you'll give up long before you get the outcome that you want. Uh, Past Olympic cycling gold medalist Chris Boardman, MBE, famously used to get out of his bike for training each day, then ask himself if he really wanted to train. If he did, he'd get on the bike and start riding. If he didn't, he'd put the bike away again and take the day off. This was a man who trained and conditioned himself to have the habits and disciplines to succeed as the best in the world, and he did it by training himself to love the process. The question is, what are the habits and disciplines you need to establish? What are the critical drivers that drive your success long term? How can you condition yourself to perform these tasks more consistently? What are the mental warm-ups and routines you need to do in order to produce your best performance in the game of your business? World champion lesson number two, make no mistakes. From studying the video of the match against Nick, I added up the number of unforced errors made. Unforced errors are shots uh, where I gave my opponent the point by either hitting the ball out of court or into the tin, which is uh, the same as the net in the tennis match. From approximately 600 shots hit in the match, I made 19 unforced errors. Nick made zero. The difference between amateurs and professionals is not the quality of the good shots, but rather the quality of the poor shots. Said another way, Nick did not need to hit any magical winning shots. If he just kept getting every shot back, sooner or later, I would make a mistake and he would win. And that's exactly what happened. So how does this apply to your business? Don't make it more complicated than it needs to be. Woody Allen said 80% of success is showing up. Focus less on the new stuff you want to add. I need a new product line. I'd like to start advertising on YouTube, etc. And instead, more on how to improve what you're already doing. In other words, what are the unforced errors in your existing website, marketing materials, sales process, etc., that are unnecessarily turning customers off and causing them to choose to spend their money elsewhere? Everyone likes to think that their stuff doesn't stink. But if you get your ego out of the way, you might just realize how many sales you are giving away to the competition from your sloppy mistakes. World champion lesson number three, play with a rising tide. The most common question friends have asked me about this match is, could you even get the ball back? And I can say without any hesitation that despite being beaten very convincingly, it was without doubt the best game of squash I've ever played in my life. And I absolutely loved it. Why? A rising tide raises all ships. Playing with players just above your current level causes you to raise your game. Equally important, but a concept few actually pay attention to, is if you play with weaker players, your performance will be poorer. Think about it. Why do we like watching the big matches between the two best players or teams in a particular competition? The reason is high performers bring out the best in each other. So how does this apply to your business? I believe the number one most important principle for business success is constantly learning and improving your business skills. However, Despite being a voracious reader, my number one strategy for developing business skills is the power of peer group. It's the mastermind principle. Humans are naturally learning creatures. Who you'll surround yourself with is who you'll become. 
Most people surround themselves with people who are financially poor, physically poor, intellectually poor, and emotionally poor. And they wonder why they don't have the life they want. Soon 2021 will be upon us. How can you actively seek out a peer group of like-minded individuals? People who are moving in the same direction as you, that you can learn from and grow with. For detailed advice on this topic, get a copy of either of my last two books, Breeding Gazelle's Fast Growth Strategies for Your Business, or Turnover is Vanity, Profit is Sanity, Nine and a Half Steps for Maximizing Your Profits and Cash Flow on Amazon. Find a better peer group and you'll get better performance from yourself. Get better performance and you'll achieve greater results. Make it easy on yourself. Play with a rising tide. I hope you enjoyed that episode. Three things you need to do now. Number one, make sure you subscribe to this podcast so you do not miss an episode. Also, get on over to Amazon to get a copy of my latest book, Turnover is Vanity, Profit is Sanity, Nine and a Half Steps to Improving Your Profits and Cash Flow. Also, join our Facebook group, the Turnover is Vanity, Profit is Sanity community to connect with other business owners.